are here with Mateo Keeler from Jasper Hill Farms. Thank you so much for joining us today. What a treat. Thank you. And give us, you know, you obviously are standing in a cheese cave of, of sorts. So cheese heaven. Cheese heaven. <laughs> um, tell us what you do for Jasper Hill. Well, um, my brother and I are the founders. My brother started uh, milking cows and I, I was the cheesemaker. And our roles have shifted over the years, uh, but we're still uh, like deep in the weeds of, um, of cheese and farming. Um, my role really is at this point overseeing the uh, forage production, milk production, cheesemaking, affinage, and sales at Jasper Hill. Many so hats. <laughs> I have a lot of hats and I have an incredible like team, um, which is ultimately what um, this is about, is building uh, a community around cheese within our community. And in some ways, our community is becoming a cheese community. Yeah. Where are you located? We're located in Greensboro, Vermont, which is in Vermont's Northeast Kingdom, up in the northeastern part of the state. It's uh, uh, bucolic, beautiful, poor. Um, we call it Vermont's last stand. Mm -hmm. In in some ways, you know, it's like uh, the real the real Vermont. Um, in the in the sense that you know it's it's really quite undeveloped and it's basically a patchwork of uh, forest and farm fields and it's the footprint of the farmer on the landscape here that really has defined the pastoral beauty of this place that we love. Now, are you from Vermont? Is this is this home for you or? Uh, it's the happy place of our collective family childhood for the last hundred years. So uh, our family um, came to Greensboro in summers, and over the last three generations, we've um, we've all moved here. So my grandmother um, moved here in in the late '60s, and all my aunts and uncles and siblings uh, are here, but. We're surrounded by neighbors that have been here since the 1780s, right? And so it's really a tale of uh, two communities. Um, we milk cows, so we cross over in um, some important ways. It's been a lot of it's been a lot of fun to uh, raise our our children here and uh, get get to know um, you know all sides of this incredible place that we live. That's awesome. So did y'all start in the dairy business or was it always cheese? Um, my brother likes to say um, he didn't know a teat, uh, that's a cow teat from a telephone pole <laughs> when, when we started milking cows. And um, virtually everyone tried to uh, talk us out of it um, because uh, the dairy industry has been in decline um, in Vermont for, you know, at least 30 or 40 years. And, um, you know, we're the first new uh, farm to come online in a generation. So uh, we're bucking the trend. My understanding is you are very um, 
committed to the community and and you have a lot of relationships with your community as far as your business and and it, it it's become sort of a center point of the community's um, yeah livelihood absolutely you know we are um Our, you know, cheese is really just uh, a lever that we're yanking on to uh, like bring uh, social, cultural, and economic change to this place that we love. Um, cheese is a way of reversing the flow of capital from rural, this rural corner of uh, the country. Um, to ur urban centers. Oh, here, we love your cheese. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, <laughs> it's so in good. In <laughs> order for all of this mission stuff to work, the cheese has to be off the chain, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It's great to have a mission, but if, uh, you know, the cheese is just so-so, it doesn't, it really doesn't work. You know, uh, people buy cheese once because they believe in your values. And uh, if it's not, if it's not great, they might not uh, come back again. So, you know, deliciousness really is something that we measure. Uh, we, how, does, we call, how do you measure deliciousness? Um, well, it's, uh, so we, we have uh, a sensory program, right? Huh. Uh, every, every batch of cheese is tasted multiple times. <laughs> and uh, the deliciousness factor is really a composite sensory score and a predictor of sales velocity, right? So the higher the score, the more delicious the cheese, the faster it's going to uh, move. Um, and we can like direct uh, cheese to different markets based on its deliciousness, right? That's cool, that's very cool. So y'all are participating in the 12 days of cheese with Whole Foods and the cheese that they're featuring is the Whitney. Yeah, we have yes. a nice little slice of it. Can you tell us a little bit about this cheese? He has a bigger slice. Oh, your slice is way cuter than mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this cheese is made with uh, raw milk, which we produce um, on our farm um, up in, in Glover, Vermont, Andersonville Farm. And it's made um, in our new creamery. And I have a uh, picture of my brother Andy and I here uh, next to like uh, these beautiful reconditioned copper vats uh, that we brought over from uh, France during the pandemic. And um, it's made with uh, like house-made uh, starter cultures and uh, this really traditional rennet process. We actually produce the rennet, which is the coagulant um, um, at our creamery, which is something you, very ancient uh, technique that is basically unheard of in this country. And um, the cheese has a lot of complexity and just this incredible uh, melting uh, characteristics. And a lot of times you melt cheese and it doesn't have a lot of flavor. We're really trying to create you know, uh, kind of a next level, like a cheese melting uh, experience. So whether you're making a grilled cheese sandwich, uh, serving the cheese as a table cheese, 
or melting it over like, uh, you know, uh, boiled potatoes and having it with uh, pickles like a traditional raclette. Yeah. Um, you can have kind of a next level experience. That's awesome. Well, I'm definitely excited to try it. We've had several of your other cheeses, but I don't think I've tried this one yet. So I'm definitely looking forward to tasting that. Yeah, we've yeah, tried the harvest. It, it really is brand new. It's like uh, we we uh, created this uh, cheese uh, in during the pandemic, and you know, like brought it to market at at a time when the market was very complicated. And um, honestly, you know, Whole Foods committed to this crazy volume of cheese for twelve days last March, right? Oh, wow! Wow! And it really made a huge difference for us at that moment because sales were terrible and is this delicious cheese but we we couldn't sell it because um you know uh, retailers and uh the rest of our market was feeling really shy about bringing on new products not knowing if the economy is going to tank and inflation and all this all the craziness that we've been through uh but whole foods were like way at the front of the line and way in front of the best in show award that we won for out of the American Cheese Society this summer. So somebody there knows what's going on. Congratulations. Yeah, that was big. That was a big well, one. We, during the pandemic, um, wine and cheese saved us, I would say. So you are standing in your cave. Tell us about the cave. So um, the, this building is really, a complex of seven vaulted tunnels that um, are poured uh, in like monolithic concrete, um, uh, you know, piece of infrastructure uh, that's then buried, right? So we uh, blasted a giant hole in the side of a hill, poured this monolithic uh, structure and then buried it and we're in vault five right now and um yeah there's um uh, there's seven there's seven of these with oh, wow. five different environments so, uh, to ripen different styles of cheese right so, so like, do you have the same so you have all of one kind in in certain areas so yeah, all of them all cheddar this okay. is all cabot cloth bound cheddar Right. So uh, we call them vaults uh, because uh, cheese is a form of capital. Right. Right. And so we're in vault five. Okay. And, uh, well, I'd like to take that to the bank. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we have had that cloth bound cheddar as well. It's yep. delicious. Yep. So uh, the story of the sellers and the story of uh, Cabot Cloth Bound are linked. We were ripening uh, Cabot cloth bound in our cellar underneath our tiny little cheese house next door. And then it won best in show at the American Cheese Society. But we only had 25 wheels of availability per month, right? And uh, that made a lot of people pretty upset. They couldn't get the cheese and um, it was causing us a lot of grief. So we started, um, we, took, we took that win and... Uh, our contract with Cabot to the bank and borrowed all the money to build this crazy building um, in 2006, 2007, and 2008. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, it's like uh, 
So how many wheels of cheese are behind you? Um, there are approximately a thousand uh, per side. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is yeah. insane. And he's standing <laughs> only in one row. There's two other rows in that vault. Yeah. There's two more aisles. Oh, wow. We are about 30 uh, feet underground right wow. now is the other part. Wow. Um, and does that help with the temperature, uh, keeping them at a particular temperature? It does because uh, the ground temperature here um, at this depth, at the, at the floor depth is like uh, 47 degrees, right? And um, uh, we're essentially like insulating out the harsh winters and the hot summers is what we're trying to do here. And it, it works, yeah. So I, I'm not sure you know or can tell us, but how many of the Whitney are, did, went all around the country for Whole Foods? I'm sure there it's were, a lot. There were, uh, uh, Kim knows exactly what the number was. I do. <laughs> I think it was like, well, it's 1,500 essentially, 1,500. <laughs> it was actually 1,517. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And each wheel is how many? Like 23, 24 pounds. Yeah, about 20 pounds. That's a lot of cheese. Are there are cheeses that you can only get at Whole Foods. I know some people have sort of exclusive contracts with Whole Foods on certain cheeses. Um, yeah. are, there, yeah. are there some in your line that I can only find at Whole Foods? Yeah, so uh, we do a, um, a little button called Hartwell. Um, it's a little mold ripened cow's milk cheese that we wash with um, cider leaves. Yeah. Uh, so the spent yeast from uh, cider production at Shaxbury uh, here in Vermont. And uh, we often do uh, these kind of special wash uh, programs with Whole Foods. So, you know, we did a, for instance, uh, a, a gin washed Harbison. Um, I think we, we have that, that one. That one's really good. Yeah, we do we do stuff like that uh, with Whole Foods all the time. And um, but Hartwell is is an is is like an exclusive uh, Whole Foods product. Cool. I keep this oh. tasty the longest. Um, I mean, I live, yeah. it's almost 80 degrees here today. Yeah. So um, I, I can't really leave it out on the counter. I don't think that would probably be useful, but what what would you recommend? How, how should people store their cheese optimally? Um, so, you know, cheese, good cheese is expensive, right? Yes. And um, so I'm a big proponent of, um, you know, purchasing what you're going to eat and purchasing often. Purchase, purchase less and purchase often, uh, first and foremost. Um, uh, second, if, um, if you have cheese that you want to put away, I usually use uh, like butcher paper to like uh, wrap it up and then uh, make a real concerted effort to like get through it in, in you know, uh, two or three days and then make sure that uh, I get a fresh uh, piece of uh, cheese next time I go uh, to the store. So um, 
buying buying less and buying often is uh, probably my number one piece of advice. And then, um, uh, like I said, you know, uh, butcher paper is um, like that uh, wax freezer paper. That's what we use at our house. Okay. Yeah, because I know the plastic isn't good for it. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, and depending on the plastic, it can actually really impact the flavor, yeah. right? If it if it spends too much time in plastic, it can Im impact flavor. Uh, so yeah, I, I like the butcher paper. Yeah, that's a good. And I wrap with parchment paper and then sometimes put it in a Tupperware container or a glass container, and that holds it as well. You just don't want it to dry out, but you also right. don't want it to get wet. So it's kind of that. But. Cool. Yeah, definitely a good twenty-two. Some good tips for, for that, for sure. Well, is there anything else that you want to share that, that you know, we, it's an opportunity for you to, to let us know what's important to you? Obviously, we would love to talk to you again as time goes on. I'm sure we'll have more, sure. more stories. Um, I guess, I guess the, what I'd leave, leave you with is that uh, American Artisan Cheese is really uh, leading, you know, the charge globally in terms of, like, innovation, and quality. And so seek out, you know, your, uh, our, uh, like, uh, our colleagues and, um, you know, help support this movement that really is revitalizing uh, communities across the country. All right. Well, One we, shall, we, we, we love great cheese. So uh, definitely. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you so much for talking to us. I know it was a little short notice. Timing worked out great, um, but we really appreciate it. And thanks, thanks for uh, getting out and advocating uh, for us all. It's awesome. All right.